Shaolin shadow boxing and the Wu Tang sword style. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Do you think your Wu Tang sword can defeat me? On guard. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads H Cubed in this bitch. Yeah. Uh, my name is Koopa, and I'm here with my man, Mr. Chris Ben Bass. Yo, yo, yo. And I should have probably asked you this before we jumped on the mic and started recording, but you're going to go by Jason, Jay Ray. How you want to introduce yourself, sir? Jason's fine. Man. Jason, Jason's my man, good. Jason is here, and he's going to be talking with us today as he's going to be with us today as we go through talking sure. about Enter the Wu Tang 36 Chambers classic album. Look, look, look let me give y'all a. Uh, uh, I guess a background. So, I'm not gonna name any 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 ages out there, but let's just say Mr. Cooper and myself are in two different uh, age groups, and uh, I think it's gonna be interesting with you. Know, yes. Yes, I'm actually kind of excited to hear what this man has to say about it. And I'm I'm actually excited to hear what you have to say about it because I want to hear because I feel like it's different if you live through it. You know what I mean? If you live through a, a certain era, I feel like you have more of an appreciation for it. That's true, and I have to say that both me and Jay we both came across uh well we were we were put upon Wu Tang at young ages. Like <laughs> these are not the typical ages that you would want to. <laughs> Let right. a child listen to this type of music yeah. And it wouldn't song. fly these days <laughs> Like it really wouldn't But um Let's go ahead and just jump into this yeah. Um Let's go ahead and start with our guest What's up? So tell me what your overall thoughts are of this album I mean I know you have years of history with this album And you probably listened to it like me over a gajillion times So Definitely What is your overall take on this album? Overall take it's uh they were all a bunch of young kids, man. A lot of them don't realize they came out like this. Apple came out in '93. They were in their twenties. So back then, that's young. Now yeah. they're like twenty-year-olds. are different now. Yeah, exactly. But back then, when you're in your twenties, you're still young. So they're coming out, just spitting out raw lyrics, just straight up raw lyrics. You know, that, that's what they that's what they're known for. You know, it's nine dudes coming in the in the studio rapping. You know what I'm saying? Picture that. You can't you can't do that nowadays. Yeah, the you only can't. thing that comes close to that is them K-pop groups. That yeah, got like 13 yeah, people in sync and like backstreet. That, that's kind <laughs> yeah. of I can't yeah. do anybody you know, else you know on top of that. That's one of the first things that I noticed was that some, like a lot of these songs don't really have like a hook or anything like that. It's kind of just like the niggas just going to do things. And and that's how they. That's, that's how they started. That's and then, how they and started. Then, and then, if you notice, like the beat will play for a little bit, and then the next one will come in. And that's just how it is. Yeah, know? that's I, just I, how I, it is. Yeah. Yeah, they were never big on hooks. I want to say like they've got a few songs who have got hooks. Like Gravel Pit is a big mm-hmm. one that has a hook, but they also have a female vocalist singing. Uh, right? Yeah, so yeah. you know, like it's a little different. And I'm gonna say like uh, to of course go a little bit off topic. Any singular Wu album that you listen to, they're all essentially the same, except for Method Man in his later years, mm-hmm. where he becomes more you know hook centric. Mm-hmm. But like majority of the time, when you listen to first like you know first couple of Method Man albums and basically any other Wu-Tang album yeah. like there's not really choruses on these songs and, and unless they have a featured artist yeah that's what I know I guess that's true a little bit I think I top of my head the first song I think of is that Ghost of song Trail Trail of Ghost yeah they're hooked they're hooked on that Ray Kwan has a couple of them can it be also simple yeah. that one mm-hmm. you know I wouldn't say there's hooks or not but Protect Your Neck had yeah. a, had a yeah, can yeah. It, can, isn't the can it be also simple just a Sample thing in the background. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is, yeah, yeah. It's from an old school thing. It, that, but I mean, that was a big thing in the '90s where you would use the sample yeah. Yeah, as the hook. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. they they still do that now, but not as much because it's kind of yeah. like I don't want to use the word played out, but we're kind of older now. Nobody wants to hear that kind of stuff. But they also don't really sample like they used they to. Don't. Not no, in that. Don't. Not the sampling that isn't the same. I feel like they, they sample just as much, but it's not sampled the same way. Like like it's well, yeah. if if you look at it, 
everybody's first album is different. Like, I was talking about earlier Jay-Z, Beats More Down, which is my favorite album from mm-hmm. Jay-Z. After that, he changed. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why people are like, oh, I'm, like, honestly, I like Jay-Z. I'm not really a fan of him. Right. But after that first album, I'm like, nothing can beat that. But see, people are like, oh, I say you feel about Andy 36 Chambers. I'm like, nah, Wu-Tang Forever was the best album I've ever heard in my life. Okay. That's double disc, and it's just pure fire. Every single track is just fire. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anything lower than five mics or whatever on that thing. That's my favorite album. Um, I think that's only like that's probably one of the few albums where it's nine of them. Like Triumph, that song Triumph. Even though ODB didn't really, even though ODB didn't really like rapping it, yeah, intro and everything. But when you come in and you're inspected deck and you go, I bomb atomically, Socrates philosophy. I mean, it's just like it gives you chills, man. You know, like that to me would always be the best album in my opinion. Like when it comes to Wu Tang, but um. It's just, Enter the Thirsty's Chambers is a whole different thing. They're all just a bunch of young kids trying. Man, that's all it was. And they killed it. You know, like, people don't realize, like, like, in the album Mystery of Chess Box, and people realize, like, why does Ghostface have that pantyhose thing on his face? It's because he was questioning the murder. So they didn't want anybody knowing who he was. Yeah. And he found out, you know, charges were cleared, obviously, you know, but, uh, it's like a lot of, a lot of little facts of, of, of that whole album, which is great. You yeah. know, people think that Riz is the only one that are producer. Now that's RZA, ODB. Ghost and meth actually produce that. See, there's <coughs> things so, that you don't know. See, and, yeah. and that, that's what I'm gonna say. That's one thing. Uh, I, I know, you know, we kind of just started talking about it, but the one thing I will say that kind of threw me off on the album, I, in my personal opinion, I feel like the beats were kind of repetitive and they were kind of like, I know it's, it's, it's funny to say that nowadays, but like, they were kind of like, they were kind of boring, man. They were kind of, they were too simple for me. I guess I'm used to like, See, yeah, but see, that's the way it was back in that day. Yeah, like, and I was in the early '90s. It wasn't like it was today. Uh, like nah. today, it's like I could have a song about me sleeping in bed with a catchy beat, and I guarantee people will love it. Oh, of course, yeah, it's, yeah. there's certain music that, like the game, he said the best. He goes, he goes, I listen, I play music so you, in the in the car so you can listen. All the other music is for the club so you can listen. Mm-hmm. So it's two different ways. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I, like, I agree. But I, I, I was gonna actually go into when I was uh, my point about. Uh, the album was going to be the beat structure and how the beat structure for this album was so incredibly different from anything at that time. I mean, it was in, it was literally a new genre of hip hop at that point. It's funny because uh, I I was talking about that. My boy, he asked me, because I told him I do do the podcast and she's like, Oh, what album we got reviewing so I can listen to it. And I told him uh, uh, 36 Chambers and, um, that that's that's I guess that's one of the things that, that I guess stuck out to uh to both of us is that like I don't know the beats just they're different. But what I was trying to tell him was that like you know I kind of looked it up and and this is kind of like a revolutionary album at this at this time. Like it wasn't like like you said it wasn't nothing really like this kind of you know, beat structure out here. And also I mean between the amount of people that were in the group, the skill of everyone in the group. Because I mean you have a lot of groups, uh, pop groups, rap groups where. If it's two or three, four members, there's usually one member that's real good, another yeah. member that's okay, and the third member is usually trash. And I usually say that about the Fugees. Lauren Hill was the best one, Wyclef was second, and Proz wasn't quite trash, but he was down there. So like, I thought Proz was pretty good lyrically. I mean, he was all right for the stuff that some for some of the stuff, but uh, he was trash in that group. That's yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Just in that group. So yeah, would you yeah. say like? And, and all respect to every member of the locks, but Styles, Jada, and then Sheik. Sheik Luch. Like, sorry. Like, Sheik, yeah. even sorry. Though, I even love him to death. Sheik is nice. I, I, love I love him to death. But, but he's Sheik just the out yeah. one. He's the yeah. one. Yeah, he's the out one. Everyone is that third one. Like, yeah. there's always that one in the group, no matter who you are. Yeah, like, it's just that one. 
Then, Every, there's always a Michelle in the group. And we were talking <laughs> earlier. I feel like uh, in Wu Tang, the weakest one, even though he's not, he's in the group. When he's solo, he's not that good as you got. Yeah. You got, I don't think Riz is very good soloist sometimes. Spectre no. Deck is not good solo. Capadonna's not to good me, solo. Yeah, to me, Rizza and sometimes Jizza, but Jizza just lyrically is disgusting. Yeah, but yeah. some of their solo stuff can just be like, oh, it's, it's, it's a little grading. The good it thing. is. Like, Jizza's like, he's like the, like the father, man. Like, he's like, Was he? he spits. He's older. He's like, I think he's hit pushing 50. Yeah, he's about now. 50 now. He's so, like, he, like, him and Rizza are cousins. Him, ODB, and Rizza are cousins. Um, but, uh, yeah. Jizza to me, I can I can never say Jizza's solo albums were whack. I think all of them were sick. Only like I've had you guys albums, I had Inspector Deck albums, I had Capadonna albums. Mm, Capadonna. To me, they just yeah, they're not that good. Like soloist. But when when they're with like somebody else or they're with Wu Tang, well, yeah. they spit like it's like they're competing each other. And know? yeah, they always push the best out of each other. Yeah. I, I always had that same thing and I hate to go back to it on another level, but it was the same thing because we were talking about Fat Joe earlier and yeah. how Fat Joe was so good his first at the albums, beginning of yeah. his career and then he just got way too commercial. But right. then when Pun came, he pushed Fat Joe to be less commercial, more more lyrical like he was back yeah. in the day. And then after Pun passed, he just regressed back into that same Yeah, yeah but he hasn't, right? he hasn't come out with anything in a while. Not in a yeah, long time. Nah, yeah, he's just well, chilling right Joe? now. Yeah. Fat Joe, yeah. Well, I mean, he up. had Plato and Plomo with, with uh, oh. Remy uh, last yeah, year. That was that. That year, was, that was It wasn't anyway. a good album. So, um, you, you heard the joint? It wasn't, it wasn't Yeah, album. it really wasn't that good. Like I was, I was shocked that like, and it's Remy good. was really the best thing about the album, and even she was lacking. Uh, so, the, would you say the direction of that album? The direction of that album was to me was kind of lost. It was like they didn't really know what the fuck they were trying to do. They were just trying to do something and trying. They thought it, they thought it was gonna hit. You think they were trying to uh, eat off of uh, all the way up hype and shit? Oh hell yeah! Are you serious? Because that, <laughs> like, I mean, literally that, and like maybe one or two other songs are like the only okay songs on the album. Right. But I mean, you get tired of all the way up, so then what are you gonna listen to? Right. <laughs> is 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 just the one who who started off the joint with yo I'm more rugged than slave man boots yeah Snoo- yeah that joint yo what that was honestly my favorite uh my favorite verse from the first song uh, <laughs> uh, uh bring the ruckus bring the ruckus yeah. man. man he's actually I don't know if you've seen that speech I think he was in Harvard I think it was where he did a speech on uh physics okay and when you oh my god it's like I watch it because I'm a big fan of Wu Tang right, right, right. other than that if you're not a big fan of Wu Tang you watch it what is this but right. The, the way he was spitting knowledge, man, I was just like, wow, man, this dude's an artist. Like, he's, they he's, call he, him the genius, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. He, he really is the genius. And like, I met him in person. Oh, okay. Most oh, laid damn. back dude you have me in your life, man. Real chill guy. I believe you it. You know, like, he's, he, I mean, he comes across when, when I shook his hand, like, shook his hand, how you doing, sir? You know, even when I met, I read Raekwon, I met Raekwon a while ago at my brother's club in Samia. But you know and, what? Um, I, could, I could really see any member of Wu Tang being all of them, yeah. real, real well, like that, just because that's how they roll. They've mm-hmm. always been. It's always been about the respect. Yeah, and they they, they give they, you the they respect. Knew, yeah, they, they expect they the respect. In the slums. Exactly. Like my brother, he met a uh, Method Man in uh, Street Life. Oh shit! And he was like, uh, he was like, man, they were all hanging out outside the mall, just chilling. You know, like they were just good people. Like they, yeah. they just sold down to earth. You know, like that's I actually. Good. No one of them. I'm actually real tight with him. His name is Colt Wood. Mm-hmm. He's like their like their good friend, their like promoter, whatever he is. But like, yeah, he bought me Inspector Deck. He bought me Jezza. You know, like we're actually trying to do Method Man, Redman after party soon. So, Shoot, but he me tells me, know. yeah, he tells me stories about them and stuff like that. But like, yeah, he tells you stuff like how RZA is always like. If you have a conversation with RZA, he will talk about like, well, 
the direction of the sun and the moon and the stars, he always say something like that. And there. people always just like, oh my God, Reza, chill with that's, this. That's like, my, I would say that's my man, that's Leon. That's just how, yeah. One of my, my boy, Leon, uh, I grew up, we grew up together, and he's also a huge Wu-Tang fan. Like, I know Leon, yeah, yeah, he's always Leon. posting my yeah. stuff, yeah, it's a good he, dude, man. He good knows, dude. I mean, he knows Jizza, he loves Jizza, Jizza's one of his favorites. Yeah. And if you get this man, like, I wish he was in the country right now, because he's actually, uh, I think he's in. I think he's doing, doing Peace Corps or something. Like that. He yeah. teaches. He teaches in Bahrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to my boy Leon in the country of Bahrain. Uh, but like this man, you get him talking on Wu Tang, especially just like he gang, he won't shut up. Yeah, that, that's why me and him we always connect. Man, yeah, right. and that's people, how actually we connected. Yeah, was yeah. Of the like, love of Wu-Tang. Honestly, people like every time on Facebook they always tag me on Wu Tang things. There's a couple things I'm a real big fan of, but. Yeah. I gotta say, Wu Tang is my favorite. Anything X Men, Beer Pong, and Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, only thing I don't have is a tattoo because I would never have a tattoo of anything. My favorite, I don't do that. Right. right. But um, now I'm a big, huge fan of Wu Tang, man. But um, I'm not, I wouldn't say I, people might think I'm biased. I probably can be biased at times, but when you understand their lyrics and you understand what they're talking about, See? it means a lot. Like Enter the Thirty Six Chambers, I feel like a lot of people can relate to now because they're not using that huge vocabulary that they use right now yeah. you know like it's like they it's funny how each album they mature you know, well, you know what I'm, they got older you know what i'm saying because nowadays like people are like oh they gotta put it up they're done they're not done it's just people are so used to what they're hearing right now when they hear like wu-tang stuff it's kind of like oh man what is this like no like, i, I kind of want to spin what you said about the vocabulary though because i feel like wu-tang is going to use bigger vocabulary more, more words that you're not necessarily going to know exactly versus but they're real words they're not fake shit. yeah like, like they're not yeah. fake music you know so like, it's just like i feel like niggas are just like maybe young niggas maybe just get confused listening mm-hmm. to niggas like wu-tang because they're just like i don't even know what these words are so i can't really appreciate how they're put together yeah but don't get it wrong some young kids like i got my nephew he's like 12 years old he, got, he likes that uh that new wu-tang album i played that one song uh people say oh yeah and he loves that song because man i love it because we went to the beach and i was playing it like three or four <laughs> times he's like and now it's in his ipod i'm like wu-tang he goes yeah i like that song i'm like hey you know see, what see? wu-tang's for the children you know i i make it my business to to educate younger people yeah. on <laughs> hip-hop to do yeah. like my boy jose i get that I, I got that man into so much like old school yeah. hip hop, it was like, okay, this is what you need to listen to. Like, I understand that you know you like you like amigos and you like Meek Mill and you like mm-hmm. all this other stuff, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know the good rappers of right now. But what I need you to do is understand oh, where you said good rappers. Got it from. They're not good rappers. No, no, I'm talking about like also <laughs> J Cole's and J Cole's the, the good, actual yeah. good rappers. Also right like now. J Cole. I like he, J Cole. He likes them, and that's cool. But you mm-hmm. need to learn where that shit comes from. And I pushing them in the right direction. And shit. Yeah, no, it's hard, man. It's just I heard. Not to cut you off, but I no, heard. No, uh, I heard like, when I was listening to the album, right? That's what I was hearing. I, I was hearing a lot of influence from like, like Kendrick, because Kendrick is, is one of my favorite artists right now. And uh, I don't know. I, I just heard like a lot of different flows. I feel like now correct me if I'm wrong, but like you say that the beat structure was was something that was new for this time. Would you say like the flows and shit was that something that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because motherfuckers always had choruses. It was always like a. Uh, it's all uh, uh, 16 or 12 or whatever it was. Yeah, at, at that it, time. it's just there's a lot of them, and it's like like Triumph. That's probably what everybody knows what Triumph yeah. is. When that song comes on, everybody's just like, oh, everybody knows that song. It's like that and Cream and Ice Cream. Right. Mm-hmm. But that song with Inspector Deck when it first came out, from what I know from talking to my boy Wood, they were like, when Inspector Deck came out with that that like verse, he said every single member of Wu Tang changed up their, what they had previous and mm-hmm. tried to compete with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, Inspector Deck. Like, even though Ghostface is my favorite lyricist, to me, he's the best ever when it comes to lyrics, Inspector Deck destroyed all of them. Like, all of them. Meth Man was good, Jizzle was good, but Inspector Deck, that opening, that opening (laughs) line with Inspector Deck, 
I would just it still gives me chills when I think about it because right. that to me it's is arguably the, the best opening. Yeah, it's I've one of the most intelligent life. openings to a yeah. song. It's one of the most well crafted uh, par- uh, verses from the beginning of a song for, for like a group rap mm-hmm. song, especially. Like it's just like when you hear it, you have to stop and think about what the fuck he's talking. Yeah. About. It's not something that you are people used to like, hearing, I, especially right out. The people game. don't know what it means, but it's like he's actually saying real words. He's yeah. not making up shit. Yeah. Like they came out with a Wu Tang manual. Of course, I have it. It's sick. It's all black and a silver Wu Tang on it, and it tells you all their street New York saying they use, mm. like biscuit. You're like, what's a biscuit? That's a gun to them. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? A hammer. What's that? A hammer. It's a, it's a gun. You know what I'm right, saying? It's yeah. like yeah. they they tell you what each word. They don't use fake words. Everything is real. Like. Right. What I like about RZA is he actually studied all that stuff, the monks, all that Wu Tang stuff. Yeah. He went out in those countries, actually studied it. So he's not just you know somebody who's just being a, a dumbass. I'm gonna call Wu Tang and not know shit about it. Just, just use it for her. Yeah, yeah, like he he used it. He he studied that stuff. And another thing that was just always it was a great throwback to my youth was that we always after Saturday morning cartoons we would my dad would always switch it over to my fucking kung fu theater on channel twenty. Okay. And so. All of this Wu Tang, Shaolin shit. Like, oh, this is the shit that. I grew up hearing. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like we were sorry. watching this shit. So it's like, yo, these guys are coming out of nowhere with this incredible sound, and then they're adding in all of this, this shit, shit that we already love. Like it's yeah. like, yo, it yeah. was the perfect combination of shit to just get a a, a young nigga hooked. Like right. for real, it was two things. It was like something new that I was just discovering mixed with something that I already knew. Oh, and put it together and the way that they put it together and the way that they did their videos and they would do all type of crazy shit with yeah. Shaolin and the and, shadow boxing and all that yeah, and you know what's funny insane. is that um you can't there's not one diss song about Wu-Tang nobody yeah, disses no. on Wu-Tang like people right. always thought people always like oh Tupac would diss on him nah Tupac loved him Tupac right. said it in Master Killer it's called on one of his uh, No Said Date album he was like at the end of it he goes uh and we try to get these paper. He goes, he goes, uh, we try to get the Wu Tang niggas. Cause he's like, he's like, he, I feel like they represent the East Side. Like I represent the West Side and I love them. I'm like, could you imagine Tupac and Biggie in a Wu Tang song? I know Method Man and Biggie did it. Yeah. But like, I think Big L, I remember that seven minute freestyle they had. I forgot what it's called. Some, I forgot what that seven minute, and Jay Z was in it. There was only one member in Wu Tang. Yeah. But he's like in the family, Shaheem, which him and Method Man and Raekwon were beefing, whatever that was. But, um, it's like these old school rappers like Pac and Biggie. Imagine them today. What's going on today with the stuff? Just the stuff like even with Jimi Hendrix. I'm talking about Jimi. Imagine Jimi Hendrix and RZA came to be able to produce that show. Like the world blow insane. up. Yeah, like could you imagine RZA and Jimi Hendrix? You know what I'm saying? Like, like Kanye West said it. He was like, man, I love my beats, but he's like, I'll cut my finger off to have lyrics like Wu Tang. That's what Kanye yeah. said. And I was just like, they have so much respect. Yeah, they don't get talked about as much. I mean, because they're like in their 40s and 50s, but they are the most respected group out there. This like. Is- this is what I always say about routine is that I feel like they got to the point where like, white people like kind they of do. know about if you go if you go yeah if you go to the concerts uh-huh. you see pictures of a bunch of white kids yeah. like like the, I remember the first time I saw Wu-Tang I was standing next to like an eighty year old white man mm-hmm. and then there was like Asians over on this side. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of young Latinos. There's a whole bunch of young black people, older people. I mean, it was like it was whatever race you could think of. There yeah. was old and young yeah. people. Yeah. At the Wu Tang show, right. it was insane. I was like, mm-hmm. I've never seen that kind of diversity at a concert, really, until I saw the Chili Peppers. Right. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but even like, I was, I was just—it's funny because I'm on this, uh, I'm on Ghostface like emo blast. So who sent out like random stuff to people? He sent me this video of uh, of how like he like Oreos, right? He's favorite cookie. Yeah, and uh, he was on a tour bus. And on the tour he was with was Lincoln Park, Corn, System of a Down. Yeah. But the funny part yeah. is, you ask any of them. 
they're like, yeah, fucking Wu Tang is great. It's like even those quote unquote white music you want to yeah. call it, they yeah. fucking love Wu Tang. Yeah. Like they yeah. love it. It's just like I always compare the Red Hot Chili Peppers to Wu Tang. Because the way that actually is their lyrics, some people are like, what are they talking about? It's like, you gotta listen. You gotta listen to like, it. You gotta that listen. Is like, that is true. Like that song, Hate the like, Snow, or yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Talk, he's talking about Coke. Okay. It's like, yeah. I think, think it took like, me yeah. three listens to realize, oh shit. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, Wu Tang is respected in every genre. Like, yeah. they're really, the really like, respected. More, more, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, that song. That's what it is. Yeah, man. It's just like. And it's funny because you hear that shit and you will never. Like, if you just. Like, let's say you're just riding in the car. Like, if your parents are listening, they won't ever think, oh, this motherfucker's talking about Coke. Yeah. And honestly, to tell you the truth, with some of the shit that we grew up with that they played on the radio, like, I don't understand how our parents really didn't get more angry than than they did. Then it just Because, like, you know, like, you know, gin and juice. The chorus to that. Well, you know why? I think because back then. Even R&B songs were. were, Well. To go off on that topic, I think the reason why is because Jen and Juice, they didn't really, he's not really talking about what they're talking about right now. He said he's like, like the song Twerk. You hear that song? Oh, yeah. It's like Twerk. It twerk. It's like, twerk. nobody knows what Twerk means, but music, like go back to, I haven't watched a music video and shit since high school. I don't care. I never like me. I don't never care about music videos. I thought they were stupid in my opinion. I'm like, what's the point of music video? I'm like, put it on. All I gotta do is turn it off and listen to the music. I don't care yeah. about the music videos, but. You get music videos nowadays, man. It's just girls shaking their ass and all that shit. True. Like, the first song I think about is Tupac, um, I Get Around. He's, hey, girls are shaking and moving up, but not like how it is nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays, it's all about just booty well, I mean, shaking that, that and all whole, that shit. That, there was that shift in the 2000s. Well, yeah. you know what? That's actually another podcast. That's going to be a, uh, a discussion right, podcast. <laughs> that's actually, I'm going to have to write that down even before Definitely. Yeah, so, uh, but let's go ahead and, um, Circle right on back around to that. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Because we, we definitely have not even touched on any interaction. So. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. That's typical us. I had, I had a feeling yeah. that was going to happen, though. That's, I told you. That's typical us. I said prepare for that shit. <laughs> um, so why don't we go ahead and, uh, Chris, why don't you say, sure. what, what's, uh, pick one of the songs and talk about what All it right. was that you liked about it. We'll, we'll talk about different songs, uh, throughout the album, each of them. All right. So I'm a, I'm a pick, uh, this song, um, uh, Protect Your Neck. I remember I had, I had, I had heard that statement before. I didn't, I didn't know where it came from. I just knew, I just seen like a meme, a Wu-Tang meme, and it said protect your neck. And I, and that was like the thing that like, I just knew that that's what, you know, Wu-Tang stood for along with, you know, cream and shit. Everybody yeah. know cream. So, and, and I guess the other one's protect your neck. So I listened to that joint, and that joint was hard as shit, dog. That joint was like that, dog. I mm, fuck with that joint hard. That's one of my favorite songs on this album. Like, I think I listened to that song more than any other song on this album. Like honestly, and honestly, right? The jump before that too, the Method Man joint, M E T H O D, man. That's what that's what brought Method Man out. Yeah, I feel like that brought a lot of people. Like, oh, we got his own song, an old album, like on a joint with nine niggas. He's the only, the only, he's the only one rapping on that song, except for no, the only one at the beginning who's announcing everybody's names. I can never remember. Sounds like ODB. It probably is. ODB. But, uh, yeah, like, he's the only one rapping on that song. And he's the only one in the group that has a solo song. Doesn't he in, in, in his album, or does, is there more solo? Just... No, he's the only one. And, and, and yeah. Well, like, yeah, because ODB has his own one in uh, Wu-Tang Forever called yep. Dog Shit. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, nah, the, the Method Man joint was like that. Um, And Shame on a Nigga, the second joint. I <laughs> fuck with that joint. Yo. That joint left, cause I was, I was always curious about ODB, you know what I mean? Like, I, every, that, that's like a, I feel like it's, it's almost like a, 
He's, he's almost like a legend in hip hop, right? You know what I mean? Like, he, a, I mean, he, really he, de- is. he definitely, he is, definitely is, a legend. is. Definitely is. A legend. So, and, and I'm gonna be real with you. Like, I never maybe it's because I never really listened to Wu Tang, but I, I always wondered. Is, is this nigga just a wild fucking crackhead and the niggas is just on his dick? But now nah, he can fucking spit like he shit, can. bro. He can. I thought the same thing when I first. I was like, oh, he doesn't give him a chance. I just know I was like, he's like a Hell drunken yeah. freestyle master. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he reminds listen, listen me to of, his album Return to the Thirty Six Chambers. Like uh, that's his first joint. Okay, that joint blew yeah, me away. Yeah. Like it was shit. Yeah, like, I, was I was like, like wow, he, he Dirty's can spit. nice. Yeah, he and can that, spit. Like I tell anybody, people are just like, oh, well, Dirty's the only one who goes in there, and he's just you know, he's just you know, adults always talking about random shit and blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm just like, yeah, but you know, um, listen to just listen to Return, listen to Return. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I have to tell you is listen to Return, mm-hmm. and you'll get it. And yeah. That's all it really is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and obviously, you know, everybody knows Cream. I feel like that's one of the uh, like the staples. Yeah. And, my DJ always plays Cream for a time every night, bro. I, like I, I feel like and, and that so Cream is, is one of my favorite songs on the album. Um. I feel like with the beat is a little bit more to it than, than the other joints. It's more like the samples, like different parts of the sample are, are incorporated mm-hmm. in the beat. Yeah. Um. And it's, it's it's just an iconic song, you know. What I mean, I, I I don't think anybody can deny that. That's probably one of the more recognizable, at least hooks yeah. in hip hop history. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I mean, it was sampled by other niggas and other songs, and niggas have been preaching it and like, yeah, claiming it on their. Own I going back to that Method Man thing. Is that a jizzle? Oh, it is just okay. yeah, yeah. I was thinking of something else. Yeah, just right. one second. Yeah, fact check. Yeah, I'm about to say that. That's how you know you really know about what I'm, you're talking about when you, you're still talking, but you're still. I'm still, I was still thinking. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking. I'm just looking at the, the na- uh, album track because I suck with track names. Yeah. yeah. If I hear, so I know I know that song, but I'm not real good with track names. Yeah. Like, the same with regular names. I'm not good with I'm, names. I'm the exact same way. I write everything. No, but I just, yeah, <laughs> I, I just. A lot of stuff. I just know, like, if you, if I'm looking away and I'm hearing all of them rap, I know each and every, their, each and every one of their voices. Yeah. You know, like, I know each and every one of them. I know all, I, I, know, I know their styles and everything. Like, I'm sorry, that gave me another thing. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's another thing I want to have another podcast on is motherfuckers being able to, you used to be able to listen to a song that would have six niggas on it and be able to differ, differentiate between every single one of them. They mm-hmm. all had their own that is true. Sound. That is true. That doesn't happen these days. Everybody sounds be, the same. They they're either be, all auto tuned or they're like singing all their lyrics and trying to sound all the same. Yeah. With the, with the exception of like Bone Thugs and Harmony, yeah, they, yeah. like there was like a, a nigga that rapped fast. There was the nigga that came with the bars that he was like, sure, that was gonna be the punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was the other one who was like, uh, there's the smart like, nigga. There's always the smart nigga. Yeah, the intellectual like, ones. Though. Yeah, yeah. I think I think about all them songs back in the day. Like one of the ones that pops off in my head right now. Uh, Queen Latifah album, uh, Black Rain, another classic album. If you've never heard it, listen you've to never that heard it. I, I never got into Queen Latifah. She's well, good, but I never got into her either. But I went ahead and listened to this album because I got it off of a list. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually really fucking good. But there's a track on there where she's um, it's called uh, what is it called? It's called Rough, and it's with Tretch from Naughty by Nature, KRS One, like, like yeah. and um, who's the third dude? Oh, I, but it's just like you know, you had Tretch the bully because Tretch was the bully back yeah. in the day, and you had the smart nigga KRS One, and then you had Queen Latifah, the feminine side on that joint, mm-hmm. and she destroys that track. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that song for both of you uh, before this joint is ended. But anyway, let's go ahead and um, uh, my man Jay, yeah, your songs that you any specific jokes that you want to point out. I mean, honestly, that every song I'm like, I mean, I, I, mean, just, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up on that album, but um, 
my favorite one's got to be Tears. Tears is a good song. After Laughter Comes, I love that. I, I like that deep cut. Like, yeah. like, they talk about deep shit. And, like, that's actually a real story. Actually, like, I was like, man, they agreed about this. It's actually a real story about someone they knew. Oh, shit. Sure, so, okay. um... Uh, hey, your truth always makes the best music. Dude. Yeah, the mystery of chess boxing because again, I said I know back then not too long ago I, said, I don't like videos. That video was fucking amazing. Where they all in a chess game and everything like that yeah. you see Ghostface coming out with the whole thing. I'm just like, mystery of chess boxing was great. How they come in with the whole karate thing. I mean, all that stuff, man. It's just those are two of my favorite tracks. Um, I think the one people really don't that, that really sleep on the whole album is Clan in the Front. Yeah, that's nah, that, that joint. Clan in the front, that's, make your feet that's stump the, uh, like the that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just that like that beat when I have it in my car, just like dumps me. I love it. Like that whole album is was really good. But I gotta say, Tears is my favorite one, and Mystery of Chessbox. Those two are my favorites, definitely. Okay. One thing I, I will say uh, about the album that I noticed because like, so how I try to listen to the album, I try to just play it the first time, just have it playing in the background, not mm-hmm. really listening to it, just kind of. You know, uh, just more or less hearing it instead of listening to it. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed is that I feel like every song kind of, it connects really nicely to the point where you almost don't know that a song ended to me, at least. You know what I mean? Cause like, yeah. especially like with the intros, I they feel just like, go right into the next song yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Not only that, but I feel like it, like even with the intros, you know how like, I forgot what song it was, but there's a, there's a song where they, they talk for like a good. Oh, there's Clan in the Front. And, uh, it, is, it, is, it, is it one with Raekwon talking about, hey, Matthew, where's my killer tape? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I, yeah, I, I, Seventh I like, Chamber, they, like, they're both like one, it's about one and a half minutes of mm-hmm. intro. And, and yeah, then the they do that a lot sometimes. I'm yeah. about to say, I think we talked about that on the last podcast. That's such a 90s thing. thing. That's such a 90s, 90s thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because there was, there was mad, uh, it was like at least four, uh, interludes oh, on knew. the, on the cannabis jump. So we were just like, damn, like, yeah. That's- this was really a thing. And if you it, look- it was. Back then, it was a thing. It was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm, th- I'm thinking about all these albums, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, it <laughs> Yeah. Because Pun's album, yeah, Big Pun's first album, this is 21 tracks, and there's at least four, yeah. five interludes on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, but do they at least connect to the song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They they have to. Connect. They have to. I mean, well, I, I feel like nowadays, you don't really have to. You can just throw you can throw man. anything you want like talking about like McDonald's and talking mm-hmm. about booty shakers how the fuck is that or whatever yeah. <laughs> different story <laughs> but yeah but now oh, that's that's one of the main things that I feel like uh, really stuck with me is that it's it's a re- it's an easy listen I feel like you can just kind of like just play it on the background and you just, can yeah. it's, it's smooth like it's not it's not it's not too in your face but it's definitely enough in your face I think I think you're right I think it's more in your face really uh, lyrically versus mm-hmm. um, musically, if you want to say that, yeah, whatever. Like, like, put it this way: I feel like this is one of them them albums you could play while you're like you're like cleaning the house on like a Sunday or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's when it, like I'm gonna be real. Like, that, it's just because they're raw, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. also a good. Uh, they say one of the tracks like raw. Right. I'm gonna give it to you with no trivia, with like cocaine straight from Bolivia. It's like yep. you don't hear shit like that no more, man. You really right. don't. And it's like I'm not comparing music back then to now because it's totally different but um yeah Wu-Tang are just raw and, and this when they came out with this album it took the whole fucking hip-hop nation by storm they were just like holy shit nine dudes in a fucking studio you know what I'm saying like they killed it and after right. that they blew up man like they literally they blew up so would you say that after this album is when where Wu-Tang really like they took off right after this album or it was a couple albums like- I think I think it took off a little bit but I think when it came out Wu-Tang Forever that's when they blew. And they start coming out with the solo stuff. Like, to right. me, the best solo is going to be Iron Man only built for Cuban Lynch. 
Those two albums, oh my god, man, they fucking. Who was that? Raekwon, and I guess you can say Ghostface too, yeah. isn't it? But it was Raekwon only built Cuban links, and then Iron Man was Ghostface. Yeah. So would you say Raekwon is, is is the best uh, rapper in the group? No, nah. I would say he's second best. I would say he's third, second or third. To me, it's Ghostface. It's always between Raekwon and Jizzle. I'm not sure, but I like Raekwon personally more because. When I met him, he's a good ass dude. But, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I met Jizza too, but yeah. yeah, I just I don't know, man. Raekwon is just he gets sometimes Jizza gets too like too deep into it, so I'm like, all right, Jizza, you get it, man. Can you start, you know, he's like I said, he's like the father of the group, man. He's like he's so like I can't even think of a word he is, but you know, he's he, I guess you could say he's a physics, he's a physics major, that's what he majored in. So yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. He, yeah, he's he's a genius. But yeah, I, I gotta say Ghostface because Ghostface can rap with people. Don't know Ghostface has a song with Beyonce. Nobody knows about that. I know. About Ghostface that. has yeah. songs. His song Missy Elliott. Nobody yeah, knows about. Called Tush, Tush Tush Tush. I've used shit like that, that. before in my old school. Yeah, it's like Ghostface can rap with anybody now. He has a song with this white teenager dude. I had no idea who he is. I'm like, what the fuck is Ghostface doing the song? Remember? And I saw a video. I'm like, this is so wild. And he still he went with that beat and he still killed it. Which right. you know like. Rich Trigger, that the, the oh, Asian nigga, yeah. like he, Ghostface was on a reaction. Oh, yeah, 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 saw yeah, that yeah, and yeah. then jumped on a remix for it. Oh, and yeah, they, it's an official song. And yeah, Ghostface can he can, he rap, can rap with, with anybody, anyone, and people don't realize, like everybody talks about this Nas, Jay Z beef. Biggie and Raekwon were beefing at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were beefing. It was they squashed it. It was like the, Raekwon has a song, you know, dedicated Biggie. It, it, he said it was a sucker beef type thing. They shook their shook their hands in Cali on. They were cool, right. but like. People like, and then people, I don't know if you know, like 50 Cent Ghost was quote unquote beefing, whatever, like that. And there's rumors saying that Ghostface saw him at a club and like threw him down a pile of stairs. Oh, like, um, yeah, like if you honestly, if you fuck with one person in the Wu Tang, you gotta fuck with all of them. Like, yeah. they're a family, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they're a yeah. family. Like, you don't, there's like that. What's that one dude's name? It sounds just like Ghostface. Um, Action Bronson. Action Bronson. He, on, on ESPN, he was like, Oh, Ghostface and spitting stuff like this, and I hate Stephen A. Smith. He was like, "Oh, you can't talk about Ghostface like that because you can't." And then Ghostface came out with that that little video. We got the old school music. I don't know if you've seen that video on YouTube. Yeah, like, you just don't fuck with Wu Tang. You don't like. You just they're so old school. They're so they're like the to me they're like the Godfathers of hip hop. No matter what I, I anybody says, I think yeah. I, I mean, no matter what anybody says, I'm sure people probably disagree with me because I'm people know me. I love Wu Tang, but. I've listened to so many people, so many artists. Like you talking about Kendrick. Kendrick is good. I'm not a fan of him, but he's good. Mm-hmm. To me, I think J Cole is better because J Cole he says some real shit. I'm saying Kendrick doesn't, but I just feel like nowadays, like '90s hip hop to me was, was the best era. I mean, you had Rock, Rock before that in the '80s, but you got Rock him, you got Nas, you got Wu Tang, you got fucking Big Pun, who's the most underrated lyricist I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god, Big L, who could have crushed if he didn't get shot. You know what I'm saying? Like '90s, I think had the best era of hip hop. I really do think that. I'm sure people born in the '80s probably disagree with me, but. I was born in 85. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up on 90s. Well, if you think about and it, 90s hip hop was the first explosion of a lot of different types of hip hop. So yeah, you had yeah. you had the conscious hip hop at the time, which would have been like Arrested Development on down to A Tribe Called Quest. Yep. And then you had the gangster rap, which would have been the Wu-Tangs, the Biggies, the Jay-Zs, and the Nas's. Then you had the the other type of conscious hip hop uh the Talib Kweli's and the most deaths were Outcast. coming out you had Outkast representing nice. the South like they, uh, Scarface representing the South Scarface is a very um, underrated oh my god Scarface is one of the best to do it yeah. um 
especially from the South, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get any dues for what he does. You know, it's funny. He just got out of an album not too long ago. Nobody talked about it. That's I heard it. It's fucking he had a mixtape that came out a couple years ago yeah. too, and nobody's yeah. that, that's crazy. I, he might be literally the most underrated rapper. Like no, he's well, Scott he's definitely on that list. I, I literally we need to come up with a list of just who we think are underrated rappers. But see, that's the thing though, because if you say underrated, I'm gonna mention the Wu Tang man because nobody talks about him. Like nobody I mean, talks they about. Deserve to be on there. Yeah, it's like nobody. Everybody thinks of like Kendrick, Pac, Biggie, J. Cole, Nas. Like, nah, I fuck with Nas. If it wasn't Wu Tang, it'd be all Nas. I'm a big Nas fan, but like. Underrated rappers, I'm sorry, like a lot of them are Wu Tang. Yeah. I can name like you know Ghost, Ray, Jizza, Meth. That right there. To I always me, throw Black Thought into the mix because Black everybody Thought, yeah. sees Black Thought's Black good. Thought's like, nasty. Like there's so many rappers out there nobody knows about. Like I think I saw Last Emperor. Yeah. I don't know if you probably you say you're young. You probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna play this Last Emperor song. We oh, talks man. about how Marvel Comics fought against hip hop artists. And how, and, and it's just I'm like how do you yeah, think like that? that. Like. <laughs> How does he? Th- it has two of them. It's one part one and part two. Part one, and he uses better. different rappers each time. Yeah, he's oh, and wow. he uses their voices. He does he, the voices yeah, too. I'm like, it. what? So it's like, that's crazy. There's so many underrated rappers out there. It's unbelievable. Like, like I remember back then when Eminem came out, I was like, who's the best white rapper? I don't know why people labeled as best white rapper. I hated that, mm-hmm. but everybody did. I'm not gonna lie. I used it once because I yeah, was young. Right. But people all quickly say Eminem. I'm like, Eminem is great, but people sleep on Remedy. Have you heard of Remedy? I've heard of him. He's in Wu Tang. Like he was. He's more a producer now. And um, he has didn't, a, didn't, he he has have a, a, didn't he have an album where he was cold red? A, he was wearing like a red, like little. Uh, I don't know if it was the background was red because I remember my brother had a CD and it was like some white dude. And I was like, a white dude with a white shirt and jeans. It's called Cold Red. The album's called. I still got his autograph. Yeah, it's Probably, called Cold yeah, Red. Okay. That album wasn't that great. He was in a lot of stuff that's um, like solo stuff. Like everybody knows Remedy Never Again. Where he talks about the Holocaust stuff like that. Real quick, did you get his autograph at, at the mall? Because, Wheaton Plaza. Yeah, because my brother said that he, him and Capadonna were there, right? Yep, Capadonna and uh, Remedy. Yeah, I met him. Man, that was back when I was in the uh, 11th, 12th grade. It's yeah. funny because my, my brother said that, I guess, you know, they waited in line to get the autograph right. And then he asked me, he was like, yo, uh, y'all know where we get some good weed at? And I, I don't know if, if my brother was like at the age when he was smoking, but he pretty much said nada. He was like, man. I want to ask, is your brother Elvis? Yeah. Oh my God, y'all like twins. I knew it. <laughs> I fuck with Elvis. Oh, a good dude, man. I was like, this dude looks just like Elvis. Hey, it's man. funny. It's funny. I, we probably yeah, should talk I, I think shit. Elvis was with me, I think. It was me, Elvis, Miguel. Pinyango. Yeah, Miguel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, man. That's what's up, that's man. I fuck with Elvis, man. Elvis is a good dude. Hey, man. that's funny. This is Elvis fun. used to actually be on a podcast with us for a Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, I fuck with Elvis, man. Y'all like twins. Holy nah, shit. It's funny. It's funny. I probably know, how old are you? Uh, 24, I'm about to 25. Damn, so I probably know you when you were younger. I probably yeah, met probably, you when you were younger. Probably. That's what Miguel says all the time. Man. Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and say my jumps real fast. Uh, because, I mean, I, we've, we've already, I feel like I've already touched on my favorite tracks on this joint yeah. between the two of you guys. Protect Your Neck is probably my favorite genre on this album. Method Man, close second. Um, like you said, Clan to the Front, that joint. It's hard as fuck. The beat on that joint is yeah. ridiculous. Like I, I when I, I remember the first time I heard that beat, I was just lost. Yeah, I was just like, like the piano comes yeah. in. Yeah, like, it was oh, just, it was insane. It was just un. It's a very, it's a very, it's a very underrated track. Yeah, very underrated track. That and I think Tears is very underrated. Uh, Bring the ruckus always is, is a favorite. Um, and the mystery of chess boxing again, ridiculous. So I mean, I don't really have anything bad to say about this album. You know, it's funny going back and we're talking about. All these hype songs. If you think about it, bring the bring the ruckus is a hype song. Yeah, bring the motherfucker. Because hype songs, you didn't have to necessarily yeah. be super fast. I like always that. wanted like like when we went to Wheaton, I wanted Wheaton to use that song, but I was like, yeah, because they say motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. It's imagine. It's like that's a. It's like oh shit, big motherfucker. Like that's like that's a good hype song. Yeah, right? yeah. And that shit, it, the lyrics are still just killing on that song. You know, so so now they got hype music now. Back then, you, you, it's just it's crazy how it's changed a lot, man. It's it's crazy how it's changed. All right, so in in all of this, do y'all think that the album itself holds up over time? I guess I'm gonna start this as I'm the, probably the anomaly here in, in this situation, but uh, I'm gonna say it does and it doesn't, right? I, I I feel like to me personally, it's it's a little too slow for me. You know what I mean? Like as far as like I guess my ears are used to listening to what I listen to now. You know what I mean? And even like the Kendricks or the J Coles, there's more to it. And, like when we talk about the beats and shit like that. Um, but I do think it's. It's like, you know how, like, when you know something is good, but it's just not your necessarily cup of tea? Yeah. So, to, I guess to answer the question, I, I think I'm going to say it does stand the test of time just because of the legacy that, that, that Wu-Tang has right now. You know what I mean? Like, so, I, I think it does. It does and it doesn't. It's kind of it's like a two-way answer. Okay. But. Well, me, personally, I think that it does stand the test of time. I think because of it being so different and so raw that, like, it's a template. It, it was the template, really. I agree. Yeah, template yeah, I agree. I agree. Hundreds and hundreds of rappers that followed Wu Tang. So I think that it definitely stands the test of time. I mean, we go to a Wu Tang show right now, and any of these drinks are gonna are gonna knock. And it's gonna, like I said, it's it's one of the widest age ranges of concerts that I've ever been to in my life. So I think that yeah, it does stand the test of time simply because you can be an eighty year old white guy, okay, I see, I or see you can be a fucking 16 year old Middle Eastern kid and you're gonna fucking love Wu-Tang like it's it's gonna knock and everyone's gonna love it either way I, I, I agree with that one personally when I play like um, when we're closed at my club and I'll I'll, just put, I'll have my Spotify play some Wu-Tang on there and the, the old school stuff comes on people are sitting there I, I, I watch people I'm like these people react to this you know a lot there of course some of the kids don't know so they kind of leave because mm-hmm. you know, the club's closing but a lot of people just sit back and they just bob their head. I'm like, that's the type of music that they have such chill music. I had one of my friends in high school. He's like, man, every time I smoke, we gotta listen to Wu Tang because it made me feel like I can take over the world. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's crazy how it is. Yeah. So to answer your question, yes, I do think, like, if I was out there right now and I played Anti Thirty Six Chambers and that's, and they started coming on, I guarantee in a day in this neighborhood alone, I probably have at least six or seven people notice that song. And that's people like, oh, six or seven is not a lot in this neighborhood that when it is because. Is I can tell when I drove here, I saw it was a dark, there's a lot of people. I saw a few people here and there. You got a lot of Spanish, you got a lot of blacks. You got I'm, I didn't see any Asians, but to te- it can it can. I think just playing it like if you go on a radio and the radio's playing this stuff, I know I will see somebody on Facebook like oh shit WPGC is playing Wu Tang right now. It's just and you can play it on the radio. You can you really can. It's, it's not it's not dance music. It's the type of music you go to a barbecue and you have on. Yeah. Like something you listen to in your car. Hang I mean with your boys. you can you can dance to some of it like ice cream. I think I, I've had. DJs play ice cream. I see people dance to it. Yep. Chair, chair, look, ghost by Ghostface. Yeah, I've oh, seen yeah. that. Easy. Cream, not so much. But like, there's some songs that you can dance to. But Ghostface, not Ghostface. Who tend didn't care about that shit. Yeah. They just they, they came out with a raw spitting lyrics. So yes, I to answer your question, yes, Society Day. If, we, if they started playing like if WPGC had a day, would just play all like Wu Tang, called like, like on Wednesday, Wu Wednesday type day. I guarantee people like, oh shit, what is this? And they start they go start. Oh, let me, let me listen to Wu Tang. Let me have this long. People don't know. Like I go, I'm like, have you heard of Wu Tang? Nah, what's Wu Tang? Have you heard of Method Man? Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. Wu Tang. Like, oh, okay. So like, would you say that Method Man style kind of fit more like in today's 
he fits everything. Yeah. Method, Method Man, Man is a everything. chameleon. Yeah, he, he fits everything. And there are times when Method Man sounds like he is the greatest fucking lyric in my life. And there are times where I'm like, all right, he can do better than that, but it's still good. Like, oh, yeah. even, even his quote unquote worst, because I would never say any of them suck. Right. But if I, if in the group, I would say that, like, you got is great, but I think when he's by himself, he's not that good. Okay. Like, there's this song I want you guys to listen to. It's called Rumble with You God and this guy named Leatherface in it. Okay. Leatherface destroyed You God in this track. Like, we get a chance, maybe off podcast, I'll, I'll let you guys listen to it. But like, this guy Leather, I'm thinking, I'm like, why is Wu Tang not bringing this guy out? This guy is Leatherface. That's his name. Right, right, right. So his lyrics, I listen to it, and I give him chills. Like, you know, that's how you know when it's good, it gives oh, him chills, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, back to your question, yes, I do believe, you know, if they played Wu Tang a lot on the radio, but, you know, they don't want to be playing on the radio. Right. You get a lot of hit. I think people go, like, oh shit, okay, this is great, this is different. You know, it's not like shit, talking about shaking their ass. It's not about money and rims and all this shit. Mm. You know, it's, it's like what KRS One said. He said, "Just because you sell albums doesn't mean you're the best. You're not the best." I agree. He's like, "There's so many, like, like there's so many fucking lyrics out there, man. Lyrics is out there. It's unbelievable. It, it's really unbelievable. Like, I can name like five on the top of my head right now. People are like, who, who, who? But you listen to the songs, like, oh him, like." We had, uh, this one, uh, I'm going off topic, but we had this guy named Lost Boys from Lost Boys and Mr. Cheeks. Yeah. Nobody knew who Mr. Cheeks was. And I was like, Lost Boys. Oh, like, what's Lost Boys? I'm like, Renee, the song Renee. They're like, oh, that song is great. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. People know by one song. Right, right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think Wu-Tang, yeah, I mean, Wu-Tang is not dead. You know, they're still out there. I think they might retire in a couple years, though, from what my boy told me. But. I can tell you one reason, one thing, one of the biggest reasons why I can say Wu-Tang is still, is still, um, holding up over time is that they could make an album and sell it for over a million dollars to a rich nigga named Mark's Mark. Yeah, yeah, but I, let me get back on that. That album is actually, it was a bunch of like snippets. Like they, they were songs, but like old kind of old school songs and then they bought out and there's a guy named Silver Rings that sold it kind of, him and Rizzo kind of went into it kind of sold it to him. I think Rizzo regrets it now and from what I heard that dumbass dude is actually has to give up the rights. I think if he goes yeah, to, jail, go to jail, so he has to give up the rights. That'd be great. But um, the saga continues with a great album. I thought it was a great album. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, they kind of the beginning of the song kind of went to the, the album. It kind of went to the whole like old schoolish like Wu Tang thing. So they bought it back a little bit. And the thing is, only Wu Tang can do that. Not many people can do that. That's true. Not many. Nobody. It's like if I became an artist and I started doing it, like yo, you can't do that. Wu Tang. Everybody knows that's like that's Wu Tang. Oh so yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, touch yeah. it because they'll get on your ass. Yeah, for sure. All right, so um, what do we what do we think about grades out of ten, guys? I'm gonna listen. Oh, nothing's perfect in this world, but I'm gonna say nine because <laughs> just like there's lyrics, the old school beats, and again, I grew up on this. You know, like I probably know almost all the songs on the top of my head. Like if it's all I can go with it, and there really isn't a boring song on this track. It has it has a it has the fucking you know, like hype music, it has the real chill, it has the in the middle stuff, it has everything you need. And there's no hooks, there's no none of that stuff. It's just raw lyrics. It's all it's just spitting out true shit. That's what it is basically. I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with like a seven and a half. I'm gonna go with a seven and a half. Um and this is the first time honestly I can honestly say I've, I've listened to any routine ever. Um it, it was definitely something I had to get adjusted to, you know what I'm saying, especially after Listen to Migos all week and shit. <laughs> you know I mean, I had to had to slow shit down a little bit, but um, nah, I, I definitely do think uh, like it, it's a good album. Like I said, it, it's, it's a smooth listen. I feel like 
like, like you said, you know, any anybody who from the age of you know thirteen or, or twelve, however old your uh, was it your cousin or, My nephew's 12, or your nephew was, you know what I mean? So like you said, like a, a old ass you know motherfucker at a concert, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I think it, it connects with all different age groups, and I, I don't know. I just like I like the energy that they brought with this with this shit. Like it seemed like you're telling me that this is all you know brand new at the time. It feels like it is just because they kind of had like that you know almost I don't give a fuck. Yeah, feel to it. Yeah, so n- nobody brought that. Nobody had that. Right. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with a seven. All right. Uh, me personally, I've got to agree with Jason and got to give it a nine. Uh, again, it's a it's a classic. It's nostalgic. It's just it hits everything that you want to hit when you're listening to a great album, in my opinion. So I mean, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> nothing's perfect. Man. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we want to thank you guys for checking us out this week. As Absolutely. always, from uh, America to the UK and around the rest of the world, we appreciate everyone who listens. Uh, you all can catch us on Twitter at HQ Podcast, all spelled out. And you can actually catch us now on Instagram. Hey, Instagram at HQ Podcast. Well, as well. Were we promoting an IG page and not had an IG? Is that what we did? What were we doing there? No, we, I think I did it a couple of times, but like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't find this shit. Right. They lied to me. So, well, we got that joint popping off now, and I'll be posting old school jams of the day on there, um, especially the hip-hop-based ones, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and trying to figure out how to do the whole thing on Instagram for the <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, thank you, sir. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you Anytime. coming through, yes, sir. discussing it and chopping it up with us, and until next time, we will catch all of y'all later. Peace. Peace.